Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello, and welcome to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast, where we recap the best and worst of unscripted television and documentaries. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and I'm here in the studio with the one and only Sammy V. Hi. Oh my gosh, it's an honor. Yeah. You know. In your intimate bedroom studio. <laughs> yeah, we're not in the studio. We, we don't have a studio. I'm... I'm sitting on my bed and my mic is precariously leaned leaned over from an arm um, attached to my desk. Um, It has fallen off a few times during recording, but we're not known for our tech skills around here. We're just known for vibes. And we are trying our best to balance the audio, you guys, and struggling through my mic literally starting to decompose. And you know what? In this economy... Sometimes things are going to have to be a bit shoestring bootstrap, a bit leather. Strapped on a shoestring. Yeah. <laughs> we should, I was going to say we should start a GoFundMe, but we basically have one and it's called a Patreon where we release episodes every week. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we release offerings every week. Um, join yeah, us. We, we usually put a lot of prep into those episodes, but our recent one about Kale, like a Kaler update we just went in blind and everyone ate it up. So well, you, guys we, love, you guys love when we lose our minds. We channel, like we channel Carly and Taylor. Like that's some spiritual work that we do on our own time. Like I'm like, can I enter their minds, John Malkovich style and like feel what they're feeling? Oh yeah. We don't need notes for that. We can no. just go in we can do a three hour presentation like on the spot. It's one of those topics. And actually, actually it's okay. Speaking of imposter syndrome, I just listened to uh, Rachel's interview on the Bethany Frankel podcast. And it was actually, I'm not going to get into the, the, all the stuff that Rachel said, like maybe we can talk about that actually on the Patreon, but um, it was so good for my imposter syndrome because Bethany Frankel is 
so bad at what she does. <laughs> like she didn't know she did no research. Um like she didn't even know she was asking if season 10 had good ratings. And then she's like looking up on her phone. She's like, oh yeah, I'm seeing, oh wow, oh pretty good ratings. Like truly I know. And then <laughs> was relating everything back to like her on her show. Um and then she was like, oh yeah, you know, I, I have insider information, so I can tell you uh that this increased ad revenue for the network. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was so embarrassing. Like I was actually shocked when she's like, I haven't watched an episode of the show um from this season. Like I've never seen you on the show before. Um, but from what I understand, like the couple wasn't married, it didn't have kids. It's like, I can't believe you. You didn't you didn't binge the season before this, at least the season. Like you didn't look up the ratings. You didn't like look up anything about the person you're interviewing. Well, you you wouldn't have needed to, to watch any of the season. You could have read a Wikipedia paragraph and known more than Bethany. And then she's talking about like exploiting uh, Rachel and how she's there to like redeem her. But there's like five minutes of ads every three minutes of podcast. <laughs> I know. And the ads are like, hey, it's me, Alec Baldwin. I was like, ah! every time. <laughs> for me, it was okay. like 25 ads for Alec Baldwin's podcast. I didn't remember that he had a podcast and that he's still terrorizing people with it as he goes through it. Well, look, okay, I can't actually comment on anyone else's, the nature of people's ads because we, we've we had a lot of problems. We've had a lot of problems that I keep thinking I'm fixing and then I keep having people telling me that we're getting prison prison officer recruitment ads <laughs> like come work in a prison <laughs> i'm like what category is that like that's what? like the algorithm run amok because it like we were our emily was donating um revenue from patreon to uh, a prison reform charity <laughs> i think they're like these these like, two love prisons who they, better? <laughs> they love locking people up and they're concerned about how much prisons are short staffed these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is run amok. But I don't know. Like it it actually really I, I'm like not even kidding when I say that it really is like the best thing for my imposter syndrome to listen to successful people that are really bad at their jobs. Cause I'm like, okay, then yeah. what are we doing here doubting ourselves? I never ever doubt us. <laughs> Not for a second. Not for a second. As the number one podcast in the country. But you know, what would actually be so nice if you guys are listening and you love us and want the best for us is to leave us a rating. Have you left us a rating yet on Apple Podcasts or a review? Because I always say like, I will never be a podcaster that complains about bad reviews. I hate it so much when people do that. But then when you we get like three mean reviews, I'm like, ah, I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, Sammy has her resignation letter waiting and a certain number of bad reviews will tip it over and she'll leave forever. So don't let that happen. Send a good reviews. Wait, we're, we are channeling because I was going to put you on the spot and make you do the promo. Well we're we're connected as always and um the 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 last review that i saw said that we're two people born yesterday acting like we know everything (laughs) and i I was like oh my god you're saying we're young like i I think it's the opposite i think i've been here for way too wait 
we I think that I know nothing and I've been here for way too long yeah I don't think we act like we know everything but like I honestly like I do see a compliment in there somewhere that we're like young and confident (laughs) I'm giving that energy I feel like I'm giving like thousand year old swamp witch energy like my soul's been here for so long I thought I learned all the lessons but no apparently we're still here we still got lessons to learn so (laughs) if if I give youthful vibes that's good I want to seem young young and dumb and another one that really tickled me was the poor man's you're wrong about I was like for even saying us in the same breath as you're wrong about like thank you so much to that person you made my day talk about it that was the best compliment ever I'm like oh my god I didn't know you made a TikTok about it well I think it was was a two-star review but I was like the port I'm like we literally have a minus like a negative budget we're like we're two people like yes we are not up to the standards of a highly funded podcast run by journalists and one of the best i, I think b- out there. oh i believe it's like the number one uh most profitable <laughs> well-staffed podcast in the world so thank you so much we don't know because we actually don't know anything no it, i feel like it's the top podcast amongst the non-joe rogan crowd you know i, I believe it's the number one most profitable patreon podcast really yeah like they make they make so much like they are like making like famous actor money oh damn well okay good for them yeah and good for us for being a poor man's imagine if we got some kind of trickle down imagine if we got even a thousand dollars we would literally be so rich yeah if trickle down economics is real you know, we've doubted it for so many years, but maybe it is in the podcasting world. <laughs> or maybe or maybe rising tide rising tides rise all ships. And... Bethany said that today in her podcast. No, did she? <laughs> yeah, and you're quoting her. No, I didn't even oh no. I didn't know I, was, I didn't realize I was internalizing it even. <laughs> okay, we'll 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 put a pin in that. Um and not circle back. Let's get into the show today. I am so excited to be covering this critically acclaimed show, Geordie Shore. This was my first foray, and what a treat. Yeah, me too. It was my first foray as well. It was from a listener's suggestion, and I, okay, I was screaming because we have so much trouble watching shows just being in Canada. Like, so many shows just aren't available to us. This show was free on the government funded <laughs> television network. I'm like, this this is the future liberals want. Like <laughs> this why is this available to us? All 20 whatever seasons for free. Um I I'm not mad at it. Um I also found out that um because I mean I I don't I don't watch TV on the television, so I haven't seen ads that are like run also in our country. Um, and it's nice to see that they're still um, aggressively scaremongering us and like with like highly manipulative like war amp style commercials. Remember, remember those well, from when we were? Well, of course, I remember the war amps commercials, and that's how I learned about farm accidents and how many limbs they claim from Canadian children. But like, I didn't see yeah. any ads on mine. So, like, 
oh, I had ads every two seconds. But yeah, for anyone who didn't grow up here, every every show that we ever watched as children, we had these ads run that would talk about being dismembered if you played with farm equipment. And so like, don't do that. Um, and so that's how we learned. But it, no, it was like the, it was this guy that was talking about how he does like construction work. And he's like talking about his family and his kids and his dreams. And he's like, you haven't met me yet. Um, but you will get to know me if you run me over, which will happen if you keep going at those speeds. Oh, <laughs> it's like, okay. Oh, oh, it's like sponsored by the government of Quebec. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> Noted. We're not here to talk about Canadian topics. We're here to take a trip across the pond to the UK, specifically Newcastle, to the show that started in 2011 it's been running for 12 years so it's basically as popular as jersey shore uh yeah clearly i mean this is like drag race uk (laughs) very slay like not like our sad canadian spinoffs when we try to do stuff with a canadian version like in the uk it slaps i know well usually when they try to recreate like the conditions of a hit reality show it almost never works but in this case it it literally did like they tried to take the exact same characters um but the british versions and it all worked in its own way and they even they even got the same criticism that jersey shore did um where they were like mad that they were painting newcastle in a negative light right they were like putting newcastle on the map but not in a good way so let's get into this episode, season one, episode three, which aired on the 7th of June, 2011. There were some hot hits that week on the Billboard charts. Number five, starting off strong with Bruno Mars, The Lazy Song, where, you know, as 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 one does in in the aughts, mm-hmm. aughts. Give Me Everything by Pitbull featuring Neo. On the Floor, J-Lo featuring Pitbull. Um, Till the World Ends, Britney Spears featuring Nicki Minaj and Kesha. And then number one, Ruling the Deep by Adele. Wow, this really took me back. Yeah, I know. I know. Aside from like the the Bruno Mars, like I'm, it made me want to like get up and, and, and dance like it was 2011. Yeah, that Britney album, I think it was Femme Fatale was really good a really good dance pop album and i mean the gays loved it it lit up the clubs it was it was good those were good times for me 2011 yeah oh my god uh yeah i think it was a good time for most of us or at least it's been long enough that we've forgotten about the bad times so yeah and just like seeing the clip and weave technology that was popular at the time in this show also really took me back like just the matted chunks of it and like and just the patio setup yeah it was it was good nostalgia for me it's like the type of show that you can smell the stale beer yeah and they're in the the astro turf and their obsession with the vip (laughs) i loved it that was my obsession too i was just like oh i just love it when we get bottles like at vip like it just is such a fun night when we get in vip it's like i i thought everything was gonna be okay (laughs) you thought you were cool if you were in that 
that roped off area like just seeing seeing the like footage of them in the clubs like in the like hd it's like so ugly and horrible in there but with their eyes closed they're just having the time of their lives yeah oh yeah (laughs) it's like when you go it's like it's like when you're you're like having a good night in the clubs you're like i'm gonna take a whole bunch of photos yeah (laughs) then you take it home you're like okay (laughs) We have, like, one salvageable one that was taken at the beginning of the night before we started getting into partying. Oh, my God. I remember scrolling through an album with my friends to complete silence as to what we were going to post on Instagram. And then my friend was like, I don't know. I just imagined us, like, at the time as being really pretty and in control. But that's not what these pictures say. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's what the show is. And I wanted to start at the beginning because... I just love, I just love a moment when, I mean, I always love a a pre-social media reality show, even though I think this show had some really great seasons later on. Um, At the start of this episode, we start off with Charlotte. And look, if if anyone here is triggered (laughs) by accent work, potentially questionable quality accent work, (laughs) might... You might want to tune into any of our other catalog. At this Turn point. back now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we warned you. So Charlotte says, I snuggled Gary last night. He popped me buttons. <laughs> and Gary, or Gaz, as he's... <laughs> I'm just going to call him Gary. I feel like I can't. I can't. It's um, called, it would be like cultural appropriation for us to call him Gaz, I feel like. I mean, I am Brit. Like my dad is a British man, but I still it still feels like cultural appropriation of the like Newcastle. Um, what is it? Not bogan. Oh wait, no, that's a rogue. I don't know. Whatever this culture is, actually, I want to hear because because of how blind we're going into this episode. I want to hear from any any UK listeners, even Newcastle listeners. Like what's what's the what's the deal? What we need boots on the ground. Um, but Charlotte keeps referring to Gary's parsnip. <laughs> I, it's such a visceral image. Like he said, his giant parsnip popped me brain out, me skull. And I was very taken aback. <laughs> I was very taken aback because a parsnip is so spindly at the end. Like it's so like yeah uh, what what like portion of the part is the the like root is it's oh. i've never heard a white root vegetable used in this way but yeah it's so visceral enters your mind and you you don't know what to do really once it's in there it's i know because i know that an eggplant isn't like the shape of a dick either but a parsnip it's so like so wispy <laughs> Just the color of it is just, it's. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this was also, this was also the first show that I watched where even with subtitles, it was hard to understand, but that was for me and the people writing the subtitles because oftentimes it would just say in brackets, unclear. I know, I put, I put, I put those closed captions on. I was like, these are going to save me. But most of it was literally in brackets, unclear. Okay. I was like, oh, well, I was just, I'm getting my eyes shot. Like, you're like, oh, <laughs> you're just trying to use context clues. 
And I could often hear things that the interpreter couldn't, and that's their job, is to literally do nothing but listen to different accents and transcribe closed captioning. And now deaf people, like, are really getting short shrift when they are trying to enjoy this television program. I think they'll understand about as much as we do. I do not understand any of the gibberish that said un- <laughs> unclear, so we're in the same boat. <laughs> and then we we meet Jay, who says, Gaz has been dipping his wick into Charlotte. I know where this is headed. <laughs> Charlotte's going to have feelings to him. Uh, she'll be there. Uh, oh, to him she'll be there if he fancies a fuck. <laughs> and I'm so, Like, the thing about people from the UK is that like even when they're being so crass like he fancies like it just sounds a little bit like ooh it's like whilst he's you know yeah. getting out his past it's like oh yeah. every fortnight you know like, yeah would you fancy a fuck at the moment <laughs> like, it's so formal I just watched this mini series called Anatomy of a Scandal which is like about um, I don't recommend it, but it was about like very, very posh, upper class British people that like work in the government and live in London. And it was Sienna Miller and like hearing that accent and that the, that set of slang and then hearing this, it, it really is like two completely different countries. I, I mean, I'm sure that must be culturally the difference between Northern England and Central London. I mean, it's it's the case every like hour you drive in any direction because it's yeah. just such because it's just like it's been like the same language there for so long and there's so many like little villages you know back in yeah. the day that have developed their language so that's why it, it truly is like so many accents because I was even like to my untrained ear I was thinking this sounded like the Liverpool accent Liverpool Liverpool accent um they're on opposite sides of the country yeah like this Philistine. This one dabbles a bit in like Scottish kind of. But when I try to do it, it leans Australian. So it's and I want to apologize to um one of our listeners on Instagram because when I posted a clip making fun of uh Zane's accent, the way he says now that, <laughs> now I have me door. Uh! <laughs> I was like Did they get mad? Did <laughs> Yeah, someone was like, This is exactly my accent, sad face. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm not making fun of you. I'm sure that you are like sound beautiful when you speak. And sometimes this does too, but also sometimes like it's funny to us. Look how we talk. Yeah. We look can... at us. God, we're not saying we're better. No, we can barely string a sentence together half the time. So <laughs> this is, we're all in the same boat here. Yeah, um, and they must make fun of some funny, stupid shit that like Canadian and American accents have the way we say certain things. I mean, come on. Oh Yeah. Oh, I always, yes. I, I, I can't, yeah. Please share examples, guys, if you can. Yeah. Um, Yeah, let us know. Let us know what we say that irks you. um, Yeah. Or that tickles your fancy. All right, so (laughs) um, moving on. So Gary and Charlotte have a job. Um, I like that they've given them a bogus job. Theirs is, they said a champagne reception. So I guess it's at like, it's some kind of fancy event where they just have to like tray pass champagne. Mm -hmm. Um, Vicky said that their blossoming love, they just started to get together. They're basically the Ron and Sammy of the Jersey Shore. Um, They're both, they both went into it 
saying like you know never fall in love with the Geordie Shore and then they immediately got feelings for each other but they're already like fighting it's already tense um Vicky says one of their housemates that is going to be a Shakespearean tragedy <laughs> in the end Charlotte and Gary yeah yeah right yeah I mean it's it's interesting we, we get into Charlotte's POV of this later on but at this like work shift she's just like ah oh, it's fun to flirt with him and he's like at the, he's like, it's her job to like cross off names on the list at the door. And he's like, it's not a good job, folks. She can't read. She doesn't understand anything about life. Everything's just a joke to her. No, but he, I thought he said it kind of lovingly. Like he said, like he loves being around her because she doesn't understand anything that's going on. Like he said, everything's a joke to her. So it makes the days better. Like, yeah. Just to be with this person with like childlike wonder who's also. <laughs> pretty dumb is what he's saying he did say that but i i didn't like it uh like he did say it lovingly but i just didn't like it because he's acting like he's smarter than her and i don't think that's true oh no i didn't like that he was saying that but he was saying these things these like insults in a sort of complimentary way like he was saying it was he was trying to say like this is why she's like a fun girl yeah but can't read and she has no idea what's going on (laughs) but he it's it's not lovingly when he calls her a banker no, that'll come later. There's there's definitely tension a brewing and they're already talking about like their fights and what are they? And it's like Well, he he tells her to her face that he calls her a banker, like she's in the bank. If he doesn't pull, he can crawl into bed with her at the end of the night and she's like, Well, if I'm a banker, then he's a wanker. I'm like, the second someone called me that, I would literally kill them. <laughs> Put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I know. They they have great they're very witty. She can read and she has great wit. Um, I think all, all the girls do. Um, and in the next scene, we get to meet my one of my favorites, their sort of snooky prototype named Holly. And Holly came in really hot, talking about being obsessed with her boyfriend, then hooking up with a guy immediately after. And actually hooking up with someone random at a club and making out with someone in the house, one of the castmates. And they were talking about how she snogs someone, even though she's obsessed with her BF. Uh, I had to like, I had to have um, like, I had this British slang thesaurus. Like I had it. I've never had to look up so many (laughs) words, but just a little little snog um but she says like she regrets nothing like she's gonna tell him and it's fine um and people are saying that her boyfriend's a mug for putting up with her which means easily deceived and (laughs) (laughs) yeah they're like oh he's taking the piss out of him he's a mug he's a rotten (laughs) mug I know. And then, and then like clockwork, like this was great. Cause then they send her boyfriend into the house to surprise her. Um, <laughs> he shows up with her best friend. And <laughs> so Holly is very excited about this. No qualms about the fact that she's been there for about three days and she's hooked up with two people. And I don't, they sort of, I don't know if they have an open relationship. It's hard to tell um but well they they go over the parameters in this conversation (laughs) yeah it's semi-open semi um and one of the housemates vicky says my jaw hits the floor because he's all right no major deformities nothing massively wrong with him to the naked eye so now i'm wondering what he's doing with her (laughs) (laughs) 
know. Made nothing massively wrong with him to the naked eye. Like <laughs> I know. She had me laughing a few times this episode, even though I really didn't like her at first. Yeah, she was really funny. And Holly so casually tells her boyfriend that she snogged someone and he's like more or less indifferent. Um he's like he, whatever. He does have a moment where he covers his face and turns away and has to just like <laughs> absorb the shame of it. But then she he's like, well, you know, a snog means nothing. <laughs> well, this no, he he's just like he's like, yeah, whatever. And then she tells him that she also um kissed her housemate Gary, and that's when he's like put his head in his hand. Oh, she's right. like, get over it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So she tells him, so I did snog someone, and he's like, he's like, Yeah, I know you told me. And they're like, No, last night. And he's like, another one. <laughs> and then he's like, Well, who's the guy in the house you kissed? And she's like, Oh yeah, Gary. He's at work. No, they went Australian again. <laughs> no, I know. He the, the dynamic between Holly, her boyfriend, and Gaz or Gary is so entertaining to me. This was my favorite part of the episode because the boyfriend's just kind of like he has a moment, but then he catches himself and he's like, Oh, she could she can't shag, she can't suck anyone off, but kisses <laughs> whatever. What like he's just like very chill. And then he's like, Maybe I'm gonna talk to Gary, and then she's like, Don't you dare, those are my housemates. I have to live with those people. And it's like, okay. She keeps him under control. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gary comes home and he beelines for the boyfriend. And Gary is so funny because he keeps talking about wanting to beat up this boyfriend. He's like, if he said anything, anything, I would have knocked him out clean in the jacuzzi, anything. And this guy, he's just like beelines for him. He's all like trying to like, you can tell he wants a fight. And the guy's like, oh, hey, like super casual. Yeah. And Holly's yes. just, and then, and the, yeah. And he, he like shrugs his shoulders and Holly's like, get over it. <laughs> Yeah, she tells him so unceremoniously on the patio, like, just mid-convo. It, 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 it shocked me. Uh, and, I mean, she doesn't tell him the full truth, because apparently there maybe was some sucking off. <laughs> yeah, apparently, yeah, they they again bring up the parsnip. Like, I don't know, is this just a thing in the house? Because you know how it's like how Jersey Shore, like, the smush room, like, they kind of made smushing, like, a thing? Yeah, well, I think I saw in the flashback that Charlotte, when she saw his penis, was like, it looks like a parsnip. And then I think back to like Snooky being like, Vinny trying to have sex with me was tr- like trying to put a watermelon through a pinhole. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, so I think it's something specific to this man's parsnip. So we have some filler scenes where one of the greatest things I can see on TV, which is just people doing their makeup on the floor in a messy room in front of a full length mirror, like, and like straight aggressively straightening their hair. Yeah. It's like home for me. That's what I grew up on. Yes. Oh my gosh. You know, it's going to be a fun night. Like, you know, you're just like drinking whatever you got. You're slapping on that dark smoky eye. And yeah. If it's like, get ready with me at like a flawless, you know, vanity station. It's like, all right, is that going to be fun? I don't know. Maybe not. But this, definitely fun. I want to party with the Geordie Shore crew. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we have to take a quick break and we'll be right back. How 
would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Um, okay, so all the house, all the housemates are kind of all pairing off into little couples, and they're all trying to avoid it, but they can't help but fall for each other. Yeah, and Jay and Vicky, like, need to talk about how they keep tashing on and spooning, cuddling, and they decide to go and get some scran and talk about it. But unfortunately, they just can't make any headway, and they just keep having the same tense conversation over and over again, where they're like, okay, well, do we want to be monogamous with each other, or do we want to both hook up and stop being so jealous of each other? And then they're like, I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. They're yeah, they're the Ron and Sammy of the house. Yeah, they're I know. And I know they keep going back and forth and I'm like, okay, if we're having really serious talks day 3 and really struggling, maybe not a good sign. I don't know. Yeah. If you're on the verge of relationship counseling <laughs> in less than a week, I don't know. I know. So they just they just wrap it up saying, let's just carry on the way we are. And yeah. They get ready to go to a club. Top, top. Top, top. Top, top. <laughs> top, top. Had me rolling. Me too. I love to top, top. <laughs> top, top. T-U-P, T-U-P. Just so you guys know. <laughs> Two words. Top, top. <laughs> no, top, top. Oh, that makes it even better. Wait, I kept because I they saw it on the screen, but I just read it as top 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 top. All right, <laughs> okay. So at this club, they they are commenting because Holly's there with her boyfriend, with her like cuck boyfriend. Um, <laughs> it just seems like that's I don't know. That seems to be the vibe because when I said open relationship, I don't. Know. It seems like only she can go out and do whatever, and he's just there kind of like, oh, geez. Um, but he's having fun. Okay, let's not feel too sorry for him. No, I, that's why I said he's a cuck, because that wasn't even an <laughs> insult. Like, maybe, I, he, maybe I meant he it was... as a compliment. He's a beta cuck, but he has no. fun. He has fun at the club. When Vicky says, he just keeps mortibotting the fuck out of her breasts. <laughs> and eating the fuck out of each other's faces i was dead they were literally she pushed her boobs up together and he put his sweaty face in there and fully motorboated them i've never seen a motorboating in the wild multiple times too also the pairing of motorboating with the word breasts the anatomical yeah. 
term like incredible (laughs) incredible work Shakespeare could never and Um, Holly in her like opening line is like I'm fit I'm cute I've got double F's or something like that uh, I'm fit I'm flirty and I've got double F's (laughs) (laughs) of course the the double F joke duh I'm so sorry I love it and she 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 does have double F's. She is flirty, and <laughs> I don't know. She's <laughs> she's come a long way. Like she she went blonde and kind of softened her look a bit, and she looks gorgeous today. Oh no, they all do. Look, oh no, no, this not even look. The the way that they look in 2011 is iconic. The <laughs> the hair is close to God. Yeah, the bump, the bumps, the hair bumps are bumping. Um, it's it's a visual treat. I don't want them to look like, you know, every day. It's a visual treat. It is. Yeah, the, that should be the, the critical, like, line on the front of like DVD set. A visual treat. Because you can't really understand what they're saying a lot of the times. <laughs> but what you can understand is great. Um, their, their behavior in the club, Holly and her boyfriend Dan insane insane and so is gary gary's being insane because he keeps talking about how if the boyfriend does anything he's gonna knock him out and the boyfriend's just he's not bothered like he's forgotten about him already and why do you keep trying to fight this guy you slept with his girlfriend and now you're just like i'll fight him anything he says to me and he's just like oh hey dude like (laughs) yeah it's i mean it must be roids i think they're all roided out Right. I was trying to figure it out what drug it was. I was like, is this Coke? No, or was that- I know that they have a tr- they have trouble getting Coke over in the UK. That's what exact yeah. Then I then I heard that too. So they're on something that's <laughs> something more than alcohol, allegedly. Yeah, it could be though. Maybe this they they like the production supplied them with some like discount nose beers. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and, like, they're all just running around and kissing, like, Vicky says she wants to get me Tash on, um, which, it's, like, Tash, like, mustache, like, smooch and a mustache. Yeah, uh, apparently she coined that phrase and they added it to the Oxford Dictionary because of her. Literary queen. Yeah. They, the cast really said language is ever-evolving and mm-hmm. we're gonna move it forward. We're gonna move, yeah. We're gonna move the, the needle. So Holly is standing up on the couch and Vicky says she's on the furniture climbing like around like spider. Oh, I've lost it. <laughs> I don't know. Spider monkey. She's a health and safety hazard. <laughs> she is a health and safety hazard. You're she falls. With words. <laughs> I know. Rich. She killed me. And but Holly like falls backwards onto like a shelf, knocking over like multiple candles, vases, glasses f- filled with drinks. And Vicky's like, Can't behave like that. This is not Middlesbrough. This is top top palace VIP. <laughs> I had to pause because I was laughing so hard. I was gasping for breath. I knew that, that that got me too, and I knew it was going to get you. Like, that was so funny. No, this is not Middlesbrough, girl. <laughs> top, top palace VIP, come correct to this institution. Oh, my oh. God. And now I'm like, where, how do they party in Middlesbrough? 
I mean, really coming for her because apparently Middlesbrough, where Holly grew up, was like really tough council housing. And like her mom moved her out because of robberies and arson to like try to save her life. Oh, so she no. was really hitting her where it hurts there. Not arson. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, just an unsafe area where I guess you can party like a rock star. <laughs> yeah, you can be a bar star, but you gotta you gotta clean up your act. Um so Upon being told to get off the furniture, Holly starts literally screaming, crying, wailing like a banshee, <laughs> thrashing, and she just says, when I'm in a state like that, there's no stopping me. <laughs> there's, there's not. <laughs> she, like, she like runs out to the alleyway still screaming, and her voice is just trying to calm her down. She's like, get off of it! Get off of me! And like, any other time in my life that I've seen like a woman yelling this to a man, I'm like, okay, the man is in the wrong. But cle- like the he's just like trying to like tell you know like get her into a cab, like yeah, get her home, and she's just abusing him. You see, he has like a black like scratch mark all across his face, <laughs> like it looks like Wolverine scratched him with the muddy little paws. And I'm like, oh my, my god, how did that happen? <laughs> I don't know what was in the vases because they said they're not full of vases. A lot of vases. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I, mean, I wasn't sure if it was like she was crying into her like black eye makeup with her oh. fingers, and then she like slapped him or pushed him off with her hand or something. But at this point, she's filthy. She's sobbing. She's truly hysterical, out of control. Like in movies where they're like strapping someone to a gurney and like oh. giving, <laughs> tranquilizing oh, yeah. them. This was like tranquil. Yeah, this was like an EMT would have tranquilized her. Like, I know when you get to a point in your clubbing night where you're muddy, like you have to go home. <laughs> you absolutely have to go home. So she had the right instinct about that because that's mostly what she was screaming that she wanted to go home. Uh, so she does. Thank God. <laughs> well, yeah, but then yeah, she's not helping the people trying to help her. But that's okay. She's past that point. Um, yeah, I do. I know. I'm like, I wish that reality shows would just tell us what drugs they're on because i'm like what yeah is because at one point like also just seeing their faces i'm like some of them could also just be that drunk yeah holly is so drunk when they show her going to sleep in the their version of the smush room guest room whatever um she's literally she can't talk she's like (laughs) she's like panting (laughs) and slurring like i cannot trust a single person in this house <laughs> like and her wife just like put your head down like <laughs> uh yeah um but checking in again with jay and vicky he's still trying to get in her pants and she says he's gonna have to work really hard if he wants to bang yeah and she doesn't even sign his birthday card yeah she's, she's playing it cool she said she just tashed on him what better present could he get I'm like, I love that. I love yeah. these cool bosses. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Holly's kind cuck boyfriend leaves. Um, <laughs> and they're like, they're go-karting for Jay's birthday. And Holly's having like a full existential crisis. She's, she said that she's just watching the go-karts go round and round, <laughs> and like feeling disconnected. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> she's... <laughs> something about the way she said it (laughs) dissociative thinking about life episode like watch like the go-kart seemed to be a metaphor for her 
It is not yeah. good. The go-karts pushed her one step closer to the edge. And she's about to break. <laughs> and Vicky describes it as, we're all having a laugh watching the go-karts, but there's one misery in the corner. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I love this uh, British show called The Inbetweeners about these disgusting high school boys. And I, I think it's so funny when they call each other like a sad case or you're such a sad... <laughs> You guys get it. Like, you just get it. Oh, I know. Seeing how good this show was inspired me. I found out recently that there, there's a Mexican Jersey Shore spinoff called Acapulco Shore. And nice. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Love I that. Think, I think I'm going to need to get a VPN or something. Um, yeah. But- something you maybe could enjoy with with Oliver's family <laughs> all together. Learning. It'll be like your, your Spanish language, like practice immersion time. <laughs> That's what I told I he, I he told me about it and then I was like oh my god I have to watch it and he's like you really will just like watch any like I know variety of like you're you are always telling me to like expand my mind and like watch like shows that will you know increase my learning and I'm like oh Spanish show Spanish <laughs> Jersey Shore <laughs> sorry back yeah. yeah like amazing it is, it is Spanish speak like it is in, in Spanish um but, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to clarify in case there was also a Spanish Jersey Shore. I I don't I can't speak to that. But yeah, I, think- I Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say after you've worked your way through all the 90 day spin-offs, like there's only so many places one can go and this might be a channel for you. Is but yeah, I, I do wish I wish you would like cut up one carrot into your <laughs> buffet of junk food TV watching every now and again. Sorry, I'm not reading War and Peace in my spare time, <laughs> Samantha. I, I'm not either. I just I like love to relax my mind. <laughs> I just love I just love acting superior to you because I watch one documentary every like 25 reality shows. I <laughs> that is better than me. <laughs> uh, uh, doesn't, doesn't take much. Doesn't take much. Whereas these people make me feel better about my life. Hopefully, maybe I'm making someone feel better about their lives. Oh. <laughs> We certainly are. Um, so Holly is on the verge. She says she doesn't have anything in common with anyone here. She's starting to feel so left out. Like she's kind of, I thought she was giving me kind of Angelina, you know, like, but also Snooky because she thought about leaving too. And she like was feeling really like scapegoated and isolated and just not fitting in yeah. and like wanting to leave. And she does leave, but don't worry, spoiler alert. She comes back. They know they had gold with her and they do not let her slip through their fingers like Angelina did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we I mean, we've said this before, like in our Jersey Shore um, coverage, but the season one of, of Jersey Shore, they were only paying them. I think the wages that they made at the shore store. Yeah, it was something like five or two thousand for the whole summer or something two to five thousand each. Yeah. I imagine these people weren't being paid a ton, but they yeah, they knew not to let Holly go. Although we'll 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 talk more about how that unfolds um but they go out to like another nightclub and like gary and charlotte are going back and forth um and but like you know they're both like it's very ronnie and sammy coded yeah Um, he's like it's his birthday so his family and friends are there and he's like leaning over the table to her and being like telling her how he kind of has feelings for her and there's nout he can do I like that note. Yeah. No, we let we love. Um then they have a pr- 
proper roast for dinner, which, oh my God, I would love if someone made me a proper roast. Mm-hmm. I love a big pile of meats. I love mashed potatoes. Um, of course, a Sunday roast with all the fixings with Yorkshire puddings. Mm. Bet mash gravy. <sighs> yeah. We need, it, to, we need to do a research trip. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. Wow. That would be amazing. Um, so we're at the club. We're at Powerhouse. We're in VIP, of course. Um, and at this time, Jay gets himself into a sticky situation wherein he's in the wrong place at the wrong time, walking towards the bathroom at the same time as a blonde girl is also walking towards the bathroom. They do enter separate bathrooms um, to pee, but Vicky did not like seeing them walk in the same direction. Not one little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She, it really showed the feeling she's developed um, <laughs> for Gaz. Um, no, for Jay. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Jay. Yeah. There's a lot of like forbidden love already. Season yeah. three. And um, you can tell that Jay's having a lot of big feelings because at some point he takes his shirt off. He is steaming mad. He can't like he's just like feeling overwhelmed. He's feeling claustrophobic and he just has to take the shirt off. He's not asked to leave, which really shocked me. Um in the VIP clubs I have been in, taking your shirt off is an instant boot to the curb. But he is allowed the space and time to really process and come all the way back around and finally listen to people that just keep gently telling him, put your shirt on, <laughs> put your shirt back on. <laughs> yeah, well, they even say, like, we can't, you know, they, they can't take him seriously with uh, his shirt <laughs> off and plucked eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> I did, okay, like, not to stereotype, but um, when I did, when I was doing, like, the follow-up research of, like, where are they now... I was expecting like some of them to be like, and they came out of the closet like later because I just, I, I just associate being in a club, like taking your shirt off, having gr a greased up chest, like tweezed eyebrows with like a certain, I don't know. I just have not known that behavior for straight men, but mm -hmm. my horizons have been broadened. I was just like, okay. Yeah. I mean, Mike, the situation and Ronnie are just the same. But are they maybe kind of gay? Probably. I bet. I bet most of these guys have gotten a BJ at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm also like, whatever. I mean, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I mean, you know, um, it's not like it's just. It was just. I was just seeing where they would go, and I was just interested. But maybe it's like for gay men and like a certain type. It's like international bro behavior also like bros across the world yeah I've, I've read some papers about it in like gender and sexuality class about how like macho culture involves a lot of like taking your shirt off and wrestling and hugging and drunkenly like fighting other guys and how like men are so starved for skin on skin contact with other dudes and uh how they're like uh, you know they're very homoerotic and have a lot of homoerotic friendships within like frats and hockey or like sports teams and stuff um Good. they can't have a little snuggle so they just start a war yeah they have to like fight to like get that closeness just get a little 
they just want a little snog. And how, like, to, like if you think of, like, men, like, hugging each other and crying or being like, I love you, man, or, like, I really want you to know that you're a good friend. They usually have to be, like, blackout drunk to, like, say that. Oh, my God, that made me really sad. I know, it is sad. Wow. The patriarchy harms us all. Yeah, including Holly, who is upset. She's very upset in the club. Um, not just because of the men, but because of the women as well. Um, she is feeling left out. And Charlotte keeps reiterating, like, where she's like, I think she thinks she's just a bit left out. But I don't, I don't know if she realizes it's because we all hate her. <laughs> yeah, she said because everybody hates her. I, I mean... I, when Holly's getting ready and her bed is next to Sophie and she's like, Holly's like, I look so pretty. And Sophie's like, do ya? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. These boy me. So funny. But yeah, she's just like being like excluded and like semi-bullied like constantly. And like with how drunk she is, she's just like on an emotional spiral to hell. Um, So at some point, yeah, she dips out. She dips out, she goes home, packs her stuff, and leaves in the middle of the night. And no one notices. No one cares or notices. Um, (laughs) Even more devastating. Yeah, like, you're like, maybe if I do this, like, stunt, like, people will care. And they don't. (laughs) You're like, well, things got a lot more pleasant. I don't don't know why. I can't, like, perceive why. But I just know the end of the night was great. But um, we check in with Charlotte. And she is tired of the narrative that people acting like, oh, she's lovesick over Gary. He's going to hurt her. She's just like his backup plan. And she's like, I'm going to bring a boy back tonight and nobody will be getting hurt except for that boy because I'll be bouncing so hard on him. (laughs) I love the female empowerment of this show. Yeah. Um, The women just... They don't let these men pull anything over them. Well, at least from the little that that we've seen. Yeah. Oh, they weigh, they're, like, the men are not matched to these women. Like, they are, the women have so much more, like, to offer. Smarter, wilder. Um, But, yeah, unfortunately, she just doesn't see any nice lads at the the bar, which sucks. Once you've, like, decided you're going to hook up and then, like, there's no options, that's a really tough spot to be in. Yeah. You just gotta, t- you just gotta. I don't know. Maybe take someone home and just call it a call it a day. Just settle. Yeah. Mm. If you're doing it out of spite, anyway, like just you're like you have to follow through. <laughs> Once you've said the words, you must fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out of vengeance. Yeah. Mm. But we we that's where we leave them, and so that that's our Geordie Shore recap and I so I was looking into the whole where are they now of the cast but they all just it's like various you know influencer things they're like this person started a clothing brand this person is a the official mascot for like this muscle milk thing um the one thing that (laughs) that I liked is that Gary is married with two kids named Chester and Primrose Oh, yeah. He also owns a nightclub, so he's still kind of like living that party lifestyle. But he's he he's like a reformed. He's like a little fancy boy. <laughs> Maybe based on just seeing that he has a wife and Primrose and Chester, we don't know what he's up to. <laughs> that's true. No, I mean, well, I guess that yeah, that's true. But he's managed to get to that point, which not yeah. everyone does. Just any wife 
procreating, moving to the suburbs, however functional that is. Um, yeah, that and that was that was uh, a blast in a glass, or what, what was that? Oh, that was Dina from Jersey Shore, party in a glass. Oh yeah, was it? blast in a glass, blast in a glass. That was a blast in the glass. That was so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, I I was the only one I recognized was Charlotte, and I think that's because she was like splashed. Oh, like her bad plastic surgery was like kind of a crossover news story that made its way into my algorithm. But I'm pleased to see that she's like dissolved her like horrific fillers and come out the other side of it because plastic surgery addiction can be horrifying as we saw in the 90 day universe with Darcy but like she's come back around and she's yeah has a little baby and is with with her man and seems happier now yeah there's always a way that's why there's there's a whole show about fixing up people's faces botched which yeah yeah. it's not it's not so much that it can't be done it's that people get such severe dysmorphia that they're like i look better than i did you know yeah well and like um was i was i saying this to you recently like the the actress who plays charlotte on sex in the city like she was saying that it took years before like friends pulled her aside and was just like hey the fillers look crazy yeah or she got all the backlash and then she was like asked her friends and they were like yes you do look crazy yeah, you got to get that shit dissolved. She had no perspective on herself at that point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've talked about it endlessly, but the pic of her when she had like her chin filler and her like lip filler, like absolutely out of control is so scary. It's like mask, but she she looks great now. So it's okay to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Well, as, as someone who has the like too much gene, I understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only do things um not at all or excessively so i get it um but yeah that was that was that and thank you for listening and we got a ton of great great listener suggestions for future episodes yes we have those tucked in our hats Mm -hmm. yeah those are gonna be yeah filtered through whole thing laboratories and you just might be seeing them soon and bye guys bye This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.